Podcast that comes out every single Wednesday, whether there is a day of memorializing or not. That is right. Oh my God, my week is all thrown off. It's like Monday didn't even freaking happen. Well, I don't like to use that kind of language on this podcast. What will we be talking about this week? Oh, we got all sorts of stuff to talk about. White accents. I'm gonna give you my I'm gonna give you my Blake's takes on my favorite white accents. Now you might be like Blake, why just white accents? Well, at least it's not racist. At least it's not racist. Now, um, that actually didn't make sense the way I put that in there. Let me let me try this again. Um, yes, I will be doing accents, okay? Be, but I'm not going. I'm only doing white accents because I feel like that's the best way uh, I cannot be racist. So while I'm not doing all of the accents, at least it's not racist. At least um, uh, at least I'm not racist. So. Now, um, what accents does that mean? What does that include? Well, it's English. <clears throat> we got different uh, So white accents, and I guess like the ones closest, well, I'm saying white, but I guess people, a southern accent can be any, like a person of color as well. So I'm going to do U.S. accents and different types of United Kingdom accents. Maybe I'll throw in a few more Europeans in there, but uh, I'll let you. I'll let you know. Might do French. Might even do German. You sons of bitch. Those those loose individuals over there in Germany. Those people they just like to go out, play it. You know, have go out on the town. You know what I'm saying right now. <clears throat> well, even if you're not. Oh, I see. So anyway. That's what uh, I'm going to be talking about later, white accents. I guess, uh, you know, there's probably a cleaner way of saying that, but that's not up to me. That's up to the people who write this show. And those people, unfortunately, I can't contact them because they're all, uh, they've all been condemned to a mental institution, actually, uh, the people who write the material for this. So I, they are not reachable in, in the traditional sense. Now, I, I will have to get a face-to-face with them later Ugh, with gas prices. These gas prices. May I say something about these gas prices? Um, I, uh, my, uh, my fiance this weekend celebrated her 68th birthday party and, uh, or birthday. And, uh, she, she's not, uh, she's in her 30s, but she's had, she's doubled up on birthday parties, if that makes sense. So, um, t- at least two and a half a year. But no, she, uh, my, uh, fiance is 68 years old. What would you think? To be honest, to be TBH, TBT, today's Throwback Tuesday? Are you Throwback Tuesday already? Um, if you found out that I was engaged to a 68-year-old woman, would that – I think it would make me more interesting, and I'm not kidding. I'm positive it would make me more interesting. Now, would you think – now, after that, whether or not you connect with me in the way that you currently do, I think that's – might be an issue you know because being in a I don't care how interesting you think you are you know like 
if you're in a relationship with someone twice your age, more than twice your age, I think that becomes the most, like that's in the first line of the bio, right? Like Blake Wexler is an astronaut and is also dating a 68-year-old woman, casually. <laughs> I'm casually dating. I'm in an open relationship with a 68-year-old woman, and I'd, I want it to be monogamous. She's the one who uh, was real into polygamy, if you know what I mean. A polygamous polygamy. That's interesting. A polygamous polygamy or pygmy we'll be taking calls which one do you prefer you want to uh, have you know multiple relationships or do you want to be a pygmy now a pygmy sounds like um if you were playing a a hog version of chess you know or checkers i guess pygmy can you no pygmy idiot all right is pygmy but pygmy does sound like a uh a bad word, doesn't it? A member of certain peoples of very short stature in equatorial Africa and parts of Southeast... Pygmy hippopotamus. Oh, that's interesting. Do pygmies eat humans? Ooh. I Can I say something? I And this is not going to probably go over well. And I do mean this. This is, this is not some sort of, oh, I don't know, bit that I'm doing. Um... I don't think I don't think that uh pull that pig oh hold on I don't think that cannibalism is that bad okay I don't think cannibalism is that bad now often I feel like people talk about cannibalism as if it's worse than murder you know and I don't think it is worse than murder this is going to be a tough thing to sell right now um i just realized how unpopular this statement might be but i don't think that um to eat a human being let's maybe maybe i'll honestly maybe i'll disagree with this statement by the time that i'm uh, I'm done saying it but to eat a human being think about that why is that worse than murdering a human being because i think i don't put too much value on what happens to a human's body after after they're dead does that make sense like i want i want to be uh cremated cremated oh i want to be made into a tomato <laughs> um i want to be cremated and i know a lot of people want to be buried because they don't like the idea of uh having their body thrown in an oven and or whatever that is and i could not care less what happens to my body after it's dead. Like, donate my wares, you know, donate my... I'm donating my legs not to not to science, but to charity. I'm giving them to a charity so they can make money off of them. You know what I mean? To moneymakers. But, yeah, I really... So, if you kill a human being, that's obviously terrible. But if you eat the human being after you kill them, you're... You're kind of like, it's like the damage has already been done, right? Does that make sense to me? Does that does that make sense to me? Is actually a very good question. That was a Freudian slip. Um, does that make sense to me? I think it does. Now I do realize. So if it was if you were eating a human being and it still had the form of a human being, you know what? I couldn't eat that. <laughs> I couldn't eat it. There is something weird about it, isn't there? 
I thought I I thought I believed one thing, but it turns out I don't. It is because I'm thinking purely like meat, right? Like you get handed like a because when when you look at a piece of meat, you often can't visually tell what animal it comes from. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this could be a steak, or this is like a pork chop, or whatever. Like just because like they, they basically are the same shape, meat. You know, unless it's a chicken finger, um, but. Oh, unless it is a chicken finger. So I think that that's maybe where I was getting hung up. Where, like, to if someone gave me, like, a, a piece of meat and it looked like bacon or something and I ate it and they're like, that was a human being, I, I would be disgusted. This is fascinating. Was anybody on board with me in the beginning where I was like, hey, guys, I don't know if uh, I don't really think it matters if you eat a human being. There is a helicopter flying over me right now, and it is taking pictures of my booty. (laughs) Do you ever have that? You're just walking down the street and you have like this sixth sense where it's like, I bet a helicopter is taking a picture of my booty right now. And there it goes. There it goes. There is an employee of the punchline in Philadelphia who calls me Big Booty. Because uh, as we all know, when daddy eats too much, it goes straight to his ass. And whenever I walk in, she goes, oh, hello, big booty. And I'm like, oh, hello. Big booty is very happy to see you. And it's adorable. Am I being sexually harassed? Yes. But am I being sexually ass-assed? Mmm. 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 Hmm. Don't forget to pay rent. We are recording this on May 31st. All right. So over the weekend, I uh, we were celebrating my um, fiance's 68th birthday party. And Haim, H-A-I-M, a band of Jewish sisters um, were at a uh, this cool outdoor venue in Philly called the Man Music Center. Man, more like the Woman Music Center. That's a little joke I made a couple times the other night. And because I would say the crowd was 80% women, 70, even if it was 75%, that's a huge, huge, huge fraction. Welcome back to Big Fractions. I'm Big Frank. Um, So, Big Frank's shins. My God. The shins are interesting. That The shin is one of the few parts of the human body that has their own guard. You know what I mean? You got a mouth guard, wrist guard, knee pads, shin guards, chest protector, face mask, helmet. A helmet is a head guard, correct? But that's not what we call it. Not where I'm fucking from. God damn it. Not where I am from. So we go to Heim and... One interesting thing, and this also just shows how stupid the bathroom situation, like to have gendered bathrooms is, is that I swear, God, I have to post this picture. One line for the women's line was literally 150 people deep because a female or like someone who goes to the bathroom in a stall, um, it's a longer process than using a trough. You know what I mean? So if you're peeing at a, uh, what's it called? A stall, not a stall. What do you pee? at a urinal? It just comes out. You're standing. There's no sitting down. There's no toilet paper. It's a very quick 
process, you know, time-wise. Where if you're going to a stall and you're sitting down to pee, then that is obviously it just takes more time. Um, those things take up more space. Like a urinal, you could be almost touching shoulders with the person standing pissing next to you, which is disgusting. Um, it is quite gross. If you ever uh, want to get really upset, wear, if you go to a urinal, wear flip-flops to the urinal and just be like, oh, I guess just piss sprays on my legs and feet all the time. That's great. That's great. I'm covered in urine. I'm always, listen, I can't start my day until, don't talk to me until I've covered myself in urine. That's a t-shirt that I'm selling. And I'm going to be honest, we have a lot in stock. Uh, they're, they're not exactly moving off the shelves. Um, don't talk to me until I've covered myself in urine is not a popular t-shirt. <clears throat> not not as far as my sales anyway. So we're at Heim. And if you don't know Heim, again, it's um three uh, women, uh, sisters, and one of them, the youngest, was the star of Licorice Pizza, that movie that came out. Um, well, of course, it's the movie that came out. Licorice Pizza, a movie that no one has ever seen. Um, and uh, she was great in it. So she was one of the uh, – she makes up a third of the band. And my fiancé and I went, and basically most – I would say half the venue is inside – and the other, it's like an amphitheater. Half the venue is inside, and the other half is like lawn seating and like, I guess, bleacher seats. And I got us tickets inside on the balcony, which is obviously high up, but we're in the front row of the balcony. And there were nice, there were nice seats, far but nice. And we get up there, uh, and I. We're walking like towards. We got to our seats early. And we're like, oh, like let's go grab a drink. So we're walking to go grab a drink, and then this guy in like he. The best way I could describe him physically is the dude looked like he worked for a radio station. Does that make sense? Like he looked like he was on the street team of an FM radio station, and he goes, "Hey, hey guys, do you guys want to sit in the like? Do you want to pit seats?" And I, I just assumed he was a scalper or something. I, I just thought this was going to be a ripoff. You know what I mean? Whenever someone offers me something, I immediately get defensive and pissed off, uh, which I think is adds to my charm, if I can say, if I can say so myself, myself, if I can say so myself. And he offers this ticket. He goes, hey, do you guys like want pit seats? And I said, oh, no, we're good. And he goes like, oh, like here, they're they're free. And I was like, oh, no, we're all right. And he goes, I'm like, he goes, guys, seriously. And I was like, wait, how much are they? And he goes, they're free. And I go, okay, wow, thank you. And I took them, and I was like, these probably are fake. Like, they're not going to work. I still thought it was a prank. <clears throat> and my fiancé and I, we get our drinks. We start walking up to the pit, and they check the tickets, and they're like, yep, come on in, and gave us wristbands. So we were literally in the front row for Heim. I posted videos on my Instagram, but – it was it was crazy. We were literally the only people in between my fiance and I, my sixty eight year old, my aging who geriatric uh, fiance and I, uh, and the stage was security, and it was awesome. It was such a good concert, and uh, I, I was telling people too that venue, the makeup of a crowd for anything for for I guess like any large spectator event is so important and i'm used to going to sports 
events like those are the large spectator events that i usually go to and the crowds for those are often you know drunk dudes and there is a chance you you might get punched in the back of the head you know like there's a chance of an errant bottle could hit you like it's fights could break out it's generally that sort of shit someone might spill something on you where at this show at heim again it was like 75 80 percent women and was so the vibe was so fun like everybody was in a great goddamn mood you know and um it was just a really nice experience and i'm trying to think of any other i guess like there's certain stand-up shows where you know you leave with like comedy nerds and stuff like that's a great audience they're not uh they're not trying to fight nobody you know what i'm saying unless they're trying to cancel you (laughs) cancel culture uh, dr anthony Fauci. so um (laughs) but yeah it was sick it was great it's funny as far as heim goes i realize they're great musicians and they are i'm not oh and their mother came out at one point and sung a rich girl with them which was awesome three men in a tub there's three men in a tub how did these men get in this tub um so that was the lyrics that they sang i i i don't know why they went with that but good lord did they so yeah they brought their mom out the four of them sung that song which was great cancel culture and of it was just fun as shit. So that was a really, really nice night. Uh, had a great Memorial Day. I hope you did as well. I got sunburnt for the first time in like three years. I haven't been, I am so careful with the sun. And I think that happened as you get older, you get more and more obsessed. Like, do you remember when we were younger and getting a tan? Uh, I'm talking about the people with skin pigment like mine. Um, us whites getting a tan was like sick you know you would go you would literally not even go to the beach you would sit on your deck and get it and try to get tan like that was a the equivalent of almost social capital if you were tan you were cooler you know and I wonder why that is I think I'm gonna try to figure this out right now no bit I think being tan is probably society thinks a tan person is cooler mentally subconsciously because the darker your skin the less like blemishes and imperfections you can see right so if you have darker skin you're not going to see like certain scars or like uh like moles or other shit and also if you're tan it you it either seems like oh this person works out outside right or like like they exercise outside so it's a sign of health or it's a sign of god forbid i oh i don't know rhyme on this podcast it's a sign of wealth health and wealth where wealth is like oh this person can afford to take a le- some leisurely time and um and do that you know what I'm saying right now? Do you know what I'm saying right now? So, anyway, 
that used to be being tan was like you you would go out of your way to get tan you would try to get tan doing activities that weren't fun just laying on the deck like i'm gonna lay out remember when people used to say oh i'm gonna go lay out and i remember i had friends who would put on tanning oil and just grease just disgusting grease and just get all oily and fucking dark and and then burn as hell like people would get legit burn and now i wear i never was too too into getting tan because i think my skin was not conducive to tan like it would get burnt fairly quickly uh and just a sunburn will dominate you in every aspect because it's not just to the touch, right, that hurts. It's just, oh, I, I'm just hot now. I'm just hot. And let me look at my uh, – I was kind of just on my on my trapezoids. <laughs> you know, what is that muscle above your shoulders, the trapezoid? Hmm? I'm trying to uh, – I have a personal trainer, and um, I'm trying to, like, get my parallelograms uh, a little bit more beefy. So, um, what was I gonna say? But yeah, we would just get so like try to get so tan and dark, like hilariously tan. And also, I'm when I'm applying suntan lotion to my body, I'll post a video of that on a, on the Patreon. I'm kidding, baby. Um, when I'm putting on suntan lotion, I'm always afraid that I will miss a spot because you can't really tell where you put it on. So it's like. Oh, if I'm just sitting in the sun, I'm like, God, if I, I, I get paranoid because it's like, oh, if I missed a spot, because I've had some weird, weird suntan colorations in my life, you know, where it's, if you're like uniformly burnt, that's bad, but then it's weird if you have random strips of burn on you where it's like, was this person scalded with a hot iron what is going on were they is this a brand of some sort i don't understand and now i'm just so afraid of the sun to the point where i wear a bucket hat luckily i look cute in it but i wear a big old goddamn hat um and and i don't like sitting in the sun for too long i like won't go to the beach unless we have an umbrella i just do not like it I do not like it, son I am, son of Sam, ham and ham, Instagram, what up fam? What is that animal? That That is a cat. I'm picturing just a big fluffy beast, like a, a 59-pound cat, just and just so sensual. Like, this cat's, like, rubbing its chest, you know, with its paws. And just going, rawr, 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 rawr. It's, like, rubbing up against your leg. And you're like, oh, God, stop. It's like you're past your prime. Just this old minx. Oh, jeez. Let it. It's, uh it's like oh my god is it in pain (laughs) help me oh my god all right what are we gonna be talking about this week so anyway yeah it was uh it was a good weekend it's very i would go so far to say it was a damn 
good weekend. So, what are we going to do next? I'm going to give you my Blake's takes on white accents. That's right. Accents from the United States and the United Kingdom. and um, But just whites. Not any people of color because I don't want to go there. So, that is... um. That's what we're doing. All right, folks? And we will be right back. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. Sure, we'll be back. Now, we are going to be talking about these accents. Let's first start, and I'm going to give you my Blake's takes, on which accent I think is the best. Okay? Now, first... Why don't we start here in the United States? I do know I have some listeners across the pond. Why don't I look right now to let you know? Because this is a truly, this podcast, not only is it a complete and utter disaster, it's an international uh, incident each week. This podcast, it is an international incident. Okay, so let's look at my my data. Um, why won't it tell me what's what my audience? My audience is United States. 90% of my audience is in the United States. Okay. Okay. In Canada, 5% of my audience is in Canada. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. 49% of those being in Manitoba. <laughs> then... United Kingdom. One percent. Okay, where are these fuckers? England, ninety-five percent. Scotland, we'll get to you. Four percent. Less than one percent in Wales, Northern Ireland, also less than one percent of my listeners. So England, where in England? Oh, I guess it won't give me that freaking information. Um, eight percent non-binary. Not bad. Let's try to get those numbers up. It's so funny. How would I even do that? How would I like? I, I start, you know. Ch- <laughs> so silly uh guys i i gotta i gotta get my male audience up i I, i'm gonna be people who identify as male i we're in the shitter with those numbers right now um all right first we're gonna start in the united states and we are gonna start with the southern accent let's rot let is rot let's rot Oh, my Lord, that is correct. We're moving down there. We're driving down I-95, and we're heading right down to the southern states. All right. So here's, I think there's a few different southern accents. You know, where it's like, God damn it. And there's like, yes. Well, of course. Of course there is. Like, so I think that's like the southern aristocratic. I almost said aristocratic aristocratic accent is oh yes of course but my dear i do not know where we would find such a hamburger you know like it's that that's one and there's like oh there's a there's a goddamn cougar stuck underneath my fucking camper god damn it you know there's that and i think my one of my favorite accents in the world is the cajun accent and I'm not going to do that one because that one, that's, that is a slippery slope. And I ain't wearing the shoes for that, honey. Uh-uh. I will fall down. I will fall down and break my ass. So Southern, <clears throat> stereotypically, the only problem with the Southern accent is that it, it does have negative connotations where, and, and uh, un, unfairly so, 
where people can when someone does a comedian and it's myself included and this isn't fair it does dumb person voice it's often a southern accent so that's not cool okay also um what was i saying or you know it's uh considered to be racist like people do a southern racist voice so those are two reasons why southern accent eh, well i'll let you know i'll let you know where it ranks on my list of white accents but the cajun accent really does bring up the value here because i think there's no accent like it the cajun accent is almost in a positive way more abrasive than the boston accent you know it's basically the boston accent of the south but now moving to the new yorker accent um not a big fan of this one i think this is more of a i don't know there is a good thing actually about the new yorker accent because you know it sounds gruff and also confrontational but when it's someone doing something nice for you you know and they're doing a new york accent it's like it's very very funny it's like hey you look beautiful over there you know it's like oh okay that's that's nice you know it sounds like they're trying to fight me it's like hey come no 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 you take your turn i'll wait over you okay you know like it's, it's just stuff like oh uh, uh, i'm over here now oh i can't i can't find my watch <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts. I didn't uh, practice any of these accents beforehand, believe it or not. So I'm gonna be working on them, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be quite bad. Hey, you wanna you wanna watch out for that pothole, there, sweet eye? Um, all right. New York accent. I'm very familiar with it. Bostonian accent is, I think, just so comical and strange that it's almost i think the boston accent was overused for years as like the unique accent you know and then like as like in the movies in the films in the pictures and that essentially uh boston accent i'm very familiar with um they uh drop the r's at the end of their language um also what else did they do i studied this in like a linguistics class that i took at emerson college and um but yeah, I'll do I'll do uh, I'll do all the accents at the end, okay? So, Boston accent is I I think it's just so clownish at this point. What what's interesting is, you know, Mayor of Easttown kind of did this, but the Philly accent is I think now supplanted the Boston accent as like the the wacky cartoonish like northeastern white accent, you know, like can I get some water? Can I? Can I get some water? Can you guys get me some water? <laughs> so, uh, California accent. Now, this is in the California accent. You know, like, you kind of think, like, Valley Girl, and you kind of think of Surfer Dude for this. I really think that that is not a California thing. I think that's just a way certain people talk. Like, it's a learned way of speaking, you know? You know like how people do, like, inter- like internet talk of, like, like, what is it like that moment when you know like uh fuck i I can't even do it it just makes me so depressed the way like everyone has just just willful dumbing down of everything um not people not intelligent people like me apparently there's a hawaiian accent and that is another one that i'm going to stay away from because i actually never been to hawaii 
which is a goddamn shame because I lived in California for so many years and uh, never never went to Hawaii. Hawaii. So uh, Hawaiian accent, I can imagine what it is. You can imagine what it is. I don't need to go into that. Moving on to, let's move across the, are there any other, so I did Philly. Oh, Midwestern accent in the United States is very similar to Canadian, you know, where uh, like a boot, Hey there, feller. <laughs> hey there, little. Hi there, little feller. Hello. Hello, feller. That's that's um my Midwestern accent. Good morning, feather. Feather that's this is my murder and my feather. Uh so yeah, Midwestern accent is X accent cows. Accent cows. You want to see the cows, fuckers? <laughs> that's that's my Midwestern accent. I'll be doing more of these. Don't worry. It'll be very, very offensive. Um, no matter what accent uh, I end up doing. Every, everything's going to be rough. All right. Midwestern. And I guess we could throw in Canadian there as well because it's a North American accent. Um, uh, a boot where my friend Georgia, and uh, I, I don't mean to brag, but I am friends with... Uh, a, a an upsetting amount of Canadian stand-up comedians, and they their accent is perfectly American or, or uh, similar to being American. Well, I guess it is American because they're both in North America. Blah, 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 blah. And <clears throat> but then they'll say words like about or boat, and they'll be like a boot, and I'm like, oh, you, you are you talking about the trunk of a car? Are you British? And they're like, no, I said about. And I was like, ah, thank you for changing your language for me. All right, so that's American. Uh, United Kingdom, okay? Now, Cockney. That's that, like, very comical, uh, the butler from Batman, Herbert. What is his name? Franco. What if, the, what if, what if Batman had, like, a incredibly italian butler named franco no um herb winston what is his name what is his name alfred oh, thank god if i didn't think of that i would have just checked myself into a hospital so uh it was like bet like so instead of better they'd say better better hey it like so it so the word i'm headed over there does that make sense? They drop the H and the and the first D. So instead of like I'm headed over there, I'd be like I'm headed over there. I'm headed, headed. And then they puke on their shoes. I've noticed. So one way that you can tell if someone's using a Cockney accent is if they um they puke on their shoes. I believe it's also often associated with a uh, lack of education, and that's not nice. Okay, here's a Yorkshire accent. Let's see what this lady has to say, huh? All right, here she comes. to take a closer look at the Yorkshire accent. Now bear in mind this accent can vary greatly between So is that a, is that a Yorkshire accent that she's using because if it's not that's confusing. That seems like a Yorkshire accent. Speakers, it depends which area of Yorkshire they come. Yorkshire. It depends on which area of Yorkshire they come from. <laughs> Scottish accent. That's what we're doing next. Now Scottish is they kind of roll their R's a little bit, you know? Have you seen, um, what is that show that we're watching? Let's say Brock Tullerick. 
<laughs> what is that show? Lee Brock, Tarek, Jamie, Claire, Claire, Jamie, Clothing, The Bottle of Clothing. Ooh, talking about an email. Talking about an email. Now, Lee Brock, Tarek. So that is, what is that called? Outlet. Outlander. Outlander. Face, face, face. So the word face is pronounced facey. Grace, grace, grace. With almost 30% of the population of Wales speaking Welsh, their dialect of English is naturally heavily influenced by the, uh, all right, I'm not even going to touch, touch Welsh. Northern Irish, fucker. (laughs) All right. Away, fucker. New York City. What the hell? Oh, I already did this. Oh, and then there's Australian. Fuck you. <laughs> Rise up lights. Did you know about... All right, all right. Let's go through all of these, and then I'll, I'll give you my rankings, okay? So, by the way, did you know if you say rise up lights, it sounds like you're saying razor blades in an Australian accent? Have you ever done that before? Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Yeah, it still sounds like it, right? Crazy. Oh, it's a block turk. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go through. I'm going to do all these accents poorly, and uh, and then I'm going to give you my favorite ones, all right? Southern. Man, I can't find my fucking shovel anywhere. Also Southern. I cannot find my fucking shovel anywhere, and that's why I'm going to have somebody dig for me. Um, that was, uh, I guess Kevin Spacey's character from that show, That Pig. Uh, by the way, I believe he's been arrested. Um, and, uh, Cajun accent, not gonna touch it. New Yorker accent. Hey, I'm chafing over here. My cha- my legs are chafing in this unseasonably warm weather. All right, that's, uh, that's New York, Boston. Ah, my fucking legs are chafing over here. My, my legs over here, they're fucking chafing, dude. These legs, I I need some talc. I need some baby powder. I need some sort of fucking gold bond powder to prevent my legs from creating a fire in between my crotch. My mother's Irish. California accent. <laughs> What's up, fuckers? <laughs> All right. Uh, Hawaiian accent. Aloha. Next. Oh, another California. Oh, my God. I can't find my titties. Where are my titties? Okay. Then we're going to go to British Cockney. A fucking wanker can't turn me through down down the shore, yeah? But I can't see this, yeah? So I want to get down the shore with a pussy, yeah? Okay. Cockney. Yorkshire. Furthermore, if it does please the court, I do... Oh, wow, that's not it at all. If it does please the court, miss, I would like to drop my trousers, drop my knickerbockers, tear off my tallywhacker, put it on the gavel, and smash, smash, smash. All right. Happy? You happy with that? Okay. Scottish. I want you... To look at my little daughter and tell her that she is beautiful 
Because if you do it, I got to do it myself. And I've never seen a more bonny lass in my entire life. I'm not on speaking terms with my daughter. All right. Um, Welsh. Oh! <laughs> That's Welsh. Ah, no, 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 Australian. Ah, yeah. I just got bitten by a creature. Now I got to go to the hospital. All right. Um, favorite accents. Number. Why don't I just do that? My 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 favorite one. Okay. Australian is too goofy. All right. Australians at Australians. It, it's charming, but it's it's too much. Uh, Canadian not interesting. Southern. Uh, we can keep Southern on the board. New York City, not interesting. Northern Irish. You know the song, or the song, the show Dairy Girls? Love that show. By the way, that's there's a recommendation for you. Um, Netflix. If you want to see a cute show, it's very funny. Um, pretty much all female cast. There's one, there's one dude in it. But uh, it's really, really, really good. And it's called Dairy Girls. It's about um, during the Troubles in Ireland, Northern Ireland. It's a, a group of these like four i guess they're in middle school or high school girls and it's fantastic it's really funny Uh, also put on um you got to put on subtitles or else you're not going to know what the fuck they're saying uh welsh no because i don't know what it is scottish too rough yorkshire couldn't really get a hand yorkshire too posh right cockney too geppetto puppet bullshit I feel like a puppet should speak that way, not a human being. Um, <clears throat> Scottish, I said no. And Boston, too comical. California, I don't think it exists. Midwestern's nice. I do like a Midwestern accent. I know I was being silly, but like, so what are my favorite ones? I think I can boil it down to, here's my Blake's take on what I think the best european anglo-saxon accent or whatever the fuck accent would be i'm putting southern there i'm putting southern because it, there is various different types of southern accents and a, a, a southern accent is very charming um then i'm going and fun to do uh then i'm going to put northern irish and i'll leave those two those are my two finalists. And I'm going to go Northern Irish as my favorite accent. It's just, it's, it takes the fun of an English accent, of a Scottish accent, of a Australian accent. But it's not as rough. And it's like, it's just incredibly charming to me, that accent. I think the Irish accent's always been like one of my favorites. But anyway, that is my Blake's take on the best accent. It's, uh, I'm going Northern Irish. How about that? How about that uh dates coming up i have no idea um you can look at my website blakewexler.com slash live dash dates i think it is and uh yeah do i have anything else to plug not right now not right now i don't but um anyway 
I hope you all, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't liked or subscribed to this podcast, please do that. I never ask for that, and apparently I should. So I just assume everyone has done it. But if I look at the numbers, I only have like 50 reviews. So if you can leave a five-star review and write literally the most bizarre thing you can think of on there, I will read it on this podcast. I will 100% read it. So please do that if you haven't already. And uh, that's the show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, patrons, I will see you on Fur Day. And everybody else, I will talk to you next week. Hope you had a great Memorial Day. Hope you had a great three-day weekend. Hope you are filled with hope. See you next week.